Yo, yo, yo. Thank you for your early morning therapeutic suggestion um, on this uh, lovely sunny, sunny Valentine's Day, because it is V-Day, isn't it? <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to us uh, going to uh, see Feist this evening. Um, that'll be fun. Uh, late night concert with Feist. Um, I love that Bob Co- Bob Carlyle story, and how, and how also he kind of took you into this spiritual dimension in his Tai Chi class. And I wonder what type he was. He sounds like he sounds like maybe a seven with an eight wing, something like that. You know, I sent you that um, Jacob Collier. Uh, video with Dodie and Jacob is such a such a seven um, I think it'd be cool to have a brother who was like a seven I mean I've got a six uh, <laughs> not as much fun um, not as visionary as those sevens but those sevens man gotta dig gotta dig those funky sevens yeah um, I also like this idea about kind of choosing a surrogate father or a a kind of adopted father and I I think we sort of do this in therapy with clients don't we we sort of um, when we're asking them when we're kind of coaxing them to towards uh, um, a healthy introjection a healthy superego or um, you know protective nurturing ego introjection we encourage them don't we we sort of say oh well think of someone who um who who has those capacities has those traits um in your life you know i think for nadia for example um i think a very very important person for her because i think her father was a bit of a i don't know um not quite there nine um or something like that um kind of just a bit asleep and you know mother was probably a forceful eight and and she absolutely I think um, her chosen father was this Polish psychotherapist who um, who she started working with uh, and and has been with him for a number of years um, maybe four five six years um, and I, I always would hear when she talked about him just how kind of in love with him she was. But I don't, I don't necessarily mean in that kind of, you know, <laughs> I'd do you uh, if I could, <laughs> if I wasn't your client. Um, but maybe a little bit. But also, um, yeah, I think, I, think, I think he was her surrogate father in that way, the chosen father. And it's funny that you should mention this today because today on V-Day, um, I've spent the whole morning <laughs> with my surrogate father uh, because I'm mixing this um, this episode, um, this little, well, he doesn't know it, but for me, it's a little love fest. It's a little, um, I don't know, it's a Valentine's Day card. There we go. In my episode, I mean, he's already told me because he's an eight, right? He's already said, oh, I'm probably not going to listen to it. <laughs> I mean, you'll probably listen to the intro to sort of see how I how I frame him. But he's he's already said, like, but not in that kind of not in a not in a nasty way. Not in like I'm not gonna listen to your shit. Um, he, you know, he, it's more like it's more like you know, like I probably won't re-listen to it because I mean, we've had the conversation. Why do I? Why would I need to you know listen to it again? Um, 
but in a very eight direct way where you, you don't really feel like he, you don't feel insulted by that. Um, I mean, I guess somebody could, but you're like, well, yeah, of course, you know, you're a busy guy. You've got loads of shit, shit to do. Um, <laughs> why not? But, uh, Funnily enough, I am, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much going to be spending all of Valentine's Day, apart from clients, um, with Dad. <laughs> no, I don't like to call, I wouldn't call him Dad, but uh, with, yeah, with this, um, with this guy who, I, I, yeah, I just feel very inspired by. I mean, obviously listening to him talking again, um, you know, that, that, that kind of eight magic is working on me. Um, and knowing you, it'll probably work on you too. Um, I can imagine you, after hearing this interview, thinking, right, <laughs> I'm going to get addicted to cannabis just so that I can go and, uh, um, I don't know, go and hang out with Erez and do one of his workshops in, uh, in Israel or something. Um, I think he's in Jerusalem, which is... Uh, a place I haven't visited since uh, since I was about 13, where my um, uncle and family emigrated there for a few years and then and then had to skedaddle back to South Africa. They couldn't, they just couldn't, couldn't make it out there. As for Awananoia, <laughs> I just love saying that name, Awananoia, that, that, that's her full name when you say it. Uh, from from the beginning to the end, I want to annoy you. It sounds like I want to annoy you, which, you know, obviously, um, as a social two, uh, she's already managed to do. Um, <laughs> uh, we're all we are still sort of chatting a little bit, but um, I'm sort of using it a bit more as a as a I don't know um, research into uh, social twos who are a it's a it's a it's a new dimension for me. Um, in the two in the two zone um but also it's it's kind of fun when there is no um ah, what's the word when there's no intention uh or i mean kind of love interest shall we say there's no you know when someone doesn't hasn't hit those requirements um to sort of play a little bit but not not in a not in a teasing way but in a sort of um you know like for example to play a little bit against type so um after the the lackluster voice message um i was a bit like hmm, okay um <laughs> and that's allowed me to that's allowed me to kind of i suppose do something that i never do as a four right which is is to sort of play a little bit hard to get um because i'm always like yeah i'm here yeah yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, like yesterday, for example, she said, she said, oh, um, hadn't you mentioned maybe we, we might have a chat on the phone um, uh, one day? And, and I just ignored that, <laughs> which, which is very, very, um, it's very non-four. I mean, that's like a nine move. That's like, mm, not really in the mood for that at the moment. I want to annoy you. I want to annoy you because you're kind of you're kind of annoying. Um, but one day maybe I don't know. Ugh, you know. Uh, let's see. <laughs> That's a bit of a nine move. Like uh, I'm just going to ignore that. I'm not going to say no, but I'm, I'm just going to ignore that. And um, 
and and of course the, the great thing is right is that then when you do play a little bit hard to get and i may be suggesting this for stewpot as well right um not that he not that he's trying to get you and i don't think a one annoys trying to get me either i think she's trying to get max because she's this woman is um she is like she's goo goo gaga for everything four-legged um dog dog shaped four-legged really really i think this is her i think this is the only thing that um interests her about me that uh, that I have the cutest dog on the planet but yeah you know it's um, it's it can be a quite empowering thing I guess and what I'm saying is to um, to play counter type um, so if I am someone who moves towards other people to be more withdrawn, to be more, um, you know, unforthcoming, <laughs> right? If I'm like, wear my heart on my sleeve, well, maybe you just put your heart in your little pocket and you just sort of keep it there and wait to see what happens, that sort of thing. Anyway, I will see you later at the um, Feist gig, I guess. Uh, it does seem like I'm going to be awake at midnight, so I guess I will uh, see you then. Cheerio. You know, you were, you were talking about your father and, and as a one and sort of saying with, uh, with quite a bit of an eight fix. But, a f but as a one, I mean, because he could have an eight fix, but it's more likely that it's, 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 he's got a strong nine wing. And I wonder if that is part of your... Um, fetishization or at least your um, yeah uh, romantic inclinations towards eight that you had in terms of that kind of protective and also nurturing f uh, figure that 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 love object you had a father who was predominantly a one a core one but had this strong sort of nine you know, sort of just not, not really there, not really um, present. It's interesting you sort of talked about um, that, um, becoming present to yourself in Bob Carlyle's uh, Tai Chi group. And uh, because you hadn't necessarily had a, a father or, uh, up till then who had, who had really encouraged that, right? Um, but I think you'll hear when you hear this um, Eris Valentine's Day um, episode, because I'm going to release it today, of course, uh, just before I go off to the Feist concert with you. Um, <laughs> I think you will hear. Yeah, I get the sense from Eris that those people, and I do think this is the case with, with, with healthy eights. I mean, you know this because you've been with healthy eights, right? Is that they can be very loving, very warm, very... Um, huggy huggy wuggy you know as you said for your father it was more like he'll give you a hug but then he'll say like right okay you've had your hug now you can kind of <laughs> just pick you up and go right uh two dis you know two meters um social distancing please after a hug that's a little bit too intimate uh, i mean i like it but a little bit too intimate um and I guess there's a bit, I guess an eight could do that. But that, that to me feels more nine. That to me feels more like, yeah, you know, um, in its time and place, there is a time and a place for intimacy and connection. And, um, 
and then once that is finished, then, uh, then, then goodbye, um, <laughs> in a way. I mean, in a small way, in a micro way. And, um, and again, this is just my, my fantasies about the eight, right? Because I'm, I'm, now, I'm now becoming another eight fetishist, but, but not, I don't think, in terms of looking for love objects who are eights. Um, been there, done that, got the T-shirt. Um, <laughs> got, the, got the blood spattered T-shirt. Um, no, I think, yeah, I think, I think you're spot on. I think the eights for me are going to be... Uh, yeah, mentors and um, surrogate uh, father interjections. That's, that's definitely my path. <laughs>